Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 113. And today we have a very timely topic all about professional development. I know many of you guys are getting ready for a big PD day over on November 3rd, Election Day. Everybody seems like they've got a PD day. And today we're going to be talking about how you can help your district prepare for it using data. What do I mean by that? Stick around. we got a lot of great things to talk about today. But of course, as always with me is my great co-host, Susan Vincent. How are you today, Sue? Welcome to the show. I am great. Great to be back this week and um, just uh, got back from a much needed getaway. Um, after our PD day and little short fall break, I took a little mini vacation and now it was back in the real world today. I, I saw the pictures on Facebook. You had your own little professional development. How was everything? Oh, very much. We visited the Smoky Mountains in East Tennessee. So nice. Um, very nice to get away and see the nice, uh, beautiful autumn fall colors. Nice. And did, did you wear like a raccoon hat and hunting bar and stuff like that? Like, what were you doing out there? No, no raccoon hat this time. No, not, th- not this time. Got it. No, Excellent. no bear sightings. Well, Rode gotta... the mountain coaster. We're, we, you know, had fun there. I got to ask, you know, I, I know that you had a chance today to listen to the show from last week with Jethro Jones. We talked all about, yes, his new book, School X, which is great. But really, the topic was all around how tech coaches like us can help guide our schools through our principal's visions, right? Like our principal yes. comes down and says, 10 commandments, and now it's time for you to go into action. Right. What do you think of the show? What do you think of some of the topics? And and I, I, maybe we can start off here, but you know, you you're in this position where your principal says, "This is how I want learning to look." Go for it. What do you do then? Absolutely. Yes, it was a very timely discussion with, you know, the different scenarios we're in now. So I enjoyed hearing um, your discussion with him. And yeah, it's just um, a lot of things we're just trying. Um, I don't know if the term flying by the seat of our pants is appropriate, but, you know, it comes into play here. You know, yes, we're planning. Um, Yes, we know what we're doing, hopefully. But, you know, in a lot of ways, we're flying by the seat of our pants in the sense of we're trying something new. And, you know, hopefully we have supportive administrators who are allowing us to try new things and are collaborating with us in that realm. I think many teachers are not necessarily flying by the seat of their pants, but they're flying by the flicker of the bulb left in their projector. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that was obvious last year or last week in our in our episode, which was, again, episode number 112, was just this whole fact of the principal is the one that sets the tone. They set really what the curriculum is for the building, not necessarily like English social studies curriculum, but they're the ones that are saying, what do they want this to look like? What do they want to see when they walk into it? It's our job as tech coaches to put this together. Now, that goes in very nicely 
to what we're going to talk about today. After all, this is called Ask the Tech Coach. We do love it when tech coaches reach out with their questions. And yes. we actually had a tech coach reach out and say basically this, right? November 3rd, it seems like everyone's having a professional development day. And this particular coach's district asked him what they should be doing. And, and, and as a tech coach, that's an awesome position to be in, right? Like you're, Very, you're actually yeah. having your district ask your opinion, value what you're saying. So the tech coach wrote into me and is like, basically, how do I come up with a good answer? Do we just do the Flipgrid Nearpod, um, you know, whatever tutorials and stuff like that? Or do we do um, something different? And basically, I went back and forth with this tech coach a couple times about the use of data, about the use of, you know, really making sure that you're making decisions based not only off the needs of your of your district, the wants of your principals and administration leaders, but really off of getting that feedback from those teachers. Now, I know you've got a little bit of experience in this, too. Whenever you do a professional development, whether it be, you know, you personal, you as a district, you as a building. <laughs> I know you're doing something with data to help make your decisions. Oh, yes. Um, in fact, we're very fortunate to have um, one of my coworkers. He's actually um, has a job title of data control specialist. So, wow. you know, he he works. We sometimes call him um, junior tech coach because he does collaborate a lot with us. But he is so phenomenal in helping us analyze that data we're getting, whether it's feedback from a P previous PD so we can plan the next one or just feedback um, that we send out a few times a year of, okay, teachers, where are you now? What are you using in your classroom? What has worked? What has not worked? And how can we help you move forward? Those types of surveys. And he's phenomenal. Now, whether you have the special data control specialist or not, as a tech coach, collect that data. You know, don't be afraid to um, send those questionnaires out to your teachers or do it verbally. Somehow get that data so you know how to plan forward just like the teachers do in their classroom from the students. So we're talking about collecting data today. We're talking about how to use that to make your professional development choices, decisions, um, both short-term and long-term. And we would love to hear from you guys about this topic. You can, of course, reach out to us on Twitter over at Ask the Tech Coach. You can visit AskTheTechCoach.com. And don't forget, guys, we have our free Tech Coaches Network. In fact, today we got a bunch of new members added to it, and we're going to be inviting them to our Wednesday Tech Coach meetings every single week at 8.30 Eastern. We love it when you guys get together. We love it when we ask questions. If you're interested in joining us on our Tech Coaches Network, you can head on over to TeacherCast.net forward slash tcn form that's tech coach network form teachercast.net slash tcn form today we would love to have you guys join our tech coaches network we've got a couple hundred tech coaches in there now and it is such a great time i'd love to hear what you guys are doing in your district with professional development and sue when it comes to these forms you know let's face it nobody wants to take them <laughs> they're too short they're too long they don't feel the need uh, sometimes teachers ask things and teachers respond, but then they don't actually get the help that they're asking for and they become useless. Yes. Here's the million dollar question. What makes a form successful? What makes data collection useful? You know, again, like you said, that's a million dollar question and asking the right questions in the right manner is so very important, you know, just 
you know, giving them that short answer field of what did you learn today may or may not get you the answer and the data that you're looking for. You know, it's phrasing that question, even if it's just limiting it to name one thing that you will commit to using in your classroom or something, just phrase those questions in the right way. Um, you know, Jeff, enlighten us. You just came through um, a PD in your district. Have you had any luck with gathering that data from your uh, participants this week? We did. Uh, we, we asked a, a little few questions at the end of one of our sessions, which is basically, what can we do for you? Like, what do you need is essentially. Yes. And, you know, honestly, I didn't think that I was going to get a lot of answers. You know, end of the day. Actually, this came out at the beginning of the day. And it was really just just a, hey, what do you need? Um, we got a lot of we got hundreds of answers back from teachers. Um, and it was, you know, honest answers. We need help with this. We need some more PD. We would like focus this. We need, you know, can somebody come out and help me just set up my room? You know, how does Flipgrid work with, with near whatever the questions are, right? Mm -hmm. um, the question is now, what do we do with this? Like, how do you make this meaningful? And when we're looking at this, there's a lot of survey tools, you know, I think if we look at the two big ones, uh, we have Microsoft Forms, we have Google Forms. Um, I'm a major fan of both of them. I kind of like the way Microsoft Forms look and feel, but there's something about Google Slide or Google Forms and Google Sheets working together. Um, I, right now, I'm more of a Google Sheets person than an Excel person. Excel still kind of intimidates me a little bit. <laughs> Sheets is a little bit easier for me to work with. So, even though we did our survey using a Microsoft Form, I got to be honest with the world and I copied it over onto, into a Google sheet and started He's equal opportunity there. I'm an equal opportunity offender when it comes to that <laughs> stuff. And, and honestly, the answer was I couldn't figure out where or if in Excel, the little checkbox was, I know that's a feature that I love in Google sheets, but I'm not honestly not even sure if that's in Excel. If exactly. you do know if that's in Excel, uh, please let us know what ask the tech coach. I'd love to see it. Maybe send me a screenshot and, uh, and you could at me and ask the tech coach would love to have that from you. Um, but between me and the other coaches, we just started looking at this data and basically started putting it into bins, right? Who's asking an equipment question? Who's asking a PD question? Who's yeah. asking a whatever? Some of the answers, um, they're going to be easy to fix, right? Call the building tech coach, go take care of it. Some of the things might be decisions for up above, right? Here's what people are asking. How do you do it? But to get back to the, the, the tech coach's question, it's what do you do with this data? How do you make these decisions? Let's say that you are in a district the size that mine is in, you know, 13,000 students or something like that, 12, 1,200 adults. You can't do individualized PD for everybody. You can't answer individual questions for everybody. We all know that we have that November 3rd PD day coming up. So how do you create something that is going to hit every mark is going to keep moving the district forward yet does have a personalized feel. Absolutely. And how do we keep from, you know, letting those answers that they have given on these surveys fall through the cracks, you know, as tech coaches, we get them and, Oh, we need more PD on this. And then do we follow up on all of those? How do we keep those from falling through the cracks? You mean you don't have an answer? Cause I was really hoping that you would have an answer. 
Well, that's what I was asking you, but <sighs> you know, it is a hard thing. And as it, come back as next a, week on the podcast, <laughs> and we'll have an answer for you. I'll have an answer for you. <laughs> no, but that just goes to show you, as if you're a new tech coach out there, we don't have all the answers. We struggle with this. I've been doing this for 15 plus years, and it's still a struggle. And you're looking through this data of how do I cover everybody? And like Jeff was just saying, we can't do personalized PD for everyone. We're bigger. You know, I'm in a small district, and we still can't get to everybody about every little thing. So it's so important that we, you know, look at ways to differentiate our PD, you know, reach reach those people in different ways. And, and to your point, I'm fortunate that there are many coaches in the in my district that I can I can work with, I can bounce things off of, I can work you know from if needed. Um, you've got two tech coaches in yours. My previous district, I was the tech coach in six buildings. So, and I know getting back to the person who wrote us the the letter this week, he is the only tech coach in that yes. building. So you're you're creating a way to, to collect data. You're collecting it, and in some cases, you are the distribution channel. Like in some cases, you don't have a top-down approach to to getting information. You are the collection tool. Um, you're trying to get the information back. You're trying to analyze it. Then you have to present that data in a way for administrators to make a, a decision while you're trying to also, I guess, get your point across. Yeah, get, exactly. Get your, arg- get your argument out or get your – Make a recommendation. That's the right term. There you go. That's the better way of putting it, right? Make a recommendation for how we should run run these PD days, right? Right. So, you know, I'm hearing you say it as a tech coach, you you may have to differentiate like a teacher would in your classroom. And we don't always have to be the rock star as the tech coach, whether we're the only tech coach in a district or whether we have, you know, five or 10 others under us. We have to learn how to build capacity. Just like we encourage people to delegate when there's a big job at hand. As a tech coach, we have to learn how to build capacity. I couldn't agree with you more. And when I look at PD days, there's always the the point, right? Like what's the point of doing this? And it's not just because it's election day or it's not just because it's Columbus (laughs) day or something like that. But as a tech coach and now as a leader of tech coaches, I'm looking at these PD days and trying to figure out what's the deeper meaning. Exactly. Um, As an example, if I go back six years ago, seven years ago, whenever it was when I first started at my previous district, um, I was new. I didn't know anybody and they were looking for me to create all of this data. And I needed to figure out how I can not do this by myself. And, you know, one of the PDs I got, many friends teachers to start leading the pd sessions and essentially i was trying to find generals right i was trying to find people that were going to work with me kind of kind of bounce ideas off of me move with me and and and, you know who can i lean on in each of these buildings so whereas the district's philosophy was let's bring in google and google sites and google 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 my point of that pd was okay who can i now trust who are my Mm -hmm. people that are going to be doing this with me and in the trenches with me as I go through all this stuff. And I think sometimes, especially in this November session, that might be a very good goal. You know, who's going to be the ones that, that are the go-getters that are out there doing these things? Who are the people that are stepping up? Um, you're also looking at it to see, okay, who are the teachers that are out there as your leaders? Yeah, You might be able to spotlight in a newsletter or in a video or in a, in a, in a you know, on a, on a, 
Friday meeting or something like that, right? Yeah, we've done that in our school. My coworker who works um, with our middle school and high school teachers mainly, and um, she is kind of our Canvas guru in the school system. And she actually created throughout the um, our middle schools and high schools a teacher from each one or two, and they created a Canvas cohort because my coworker can't be in all places at all times in implementing this big learning management system and you know using it effectively so she uses these teachers as the go-to people first you know those the rest of the classroom teachers go to that cohort teacher before they come to my coworker. And so it's almost like in the elementary class you know ask three before me you know first of all building capacity and it lets those teachers feel like they're becoming a leader and um you know, giving them that ownership of it. And then in return, their um, fellow teachers are learning how to ask them questions and feeling more comfortable about it. Because unfortunately, or sometimes, you know, teachers feel like us as tech coaches are, you know, way up here somewhere, and we're really not. We're, we, we're same as everybody else came as a teacher in the classroom. And sometimes they feel hesitant about asking questions. But when we have one of their fellow teachers as a cohort member, sometimes they feel a little bit more comfortable in asking those questions. One of the things that I started working on this week is my, I call it my infamous data dashboards, right? Uh And this is basically, I, I create a Google site and every single thing that I've got working on for this year I'm putting that in there. And I bring this up because not only is 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 this important, I think we're actually gonna be doing this as like a whole video series is what I'm kind of implementing here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've got a couple ideas here for how to, how to move this idea forward. But the idea for coaches to be able to take data, collect data, manipulate data a little bit so that way it looks really cool and then present data. I think that's just a conversation or a topic that you know, I don't know, maybe we should explore it a little bit more on the show here, but I, I think it's one that I, a lot of tech coaches aren't always focused on because we are more app friendly or teacher friendly yes. or moving forward. And we're not, you know, we, we always talk and say like administrators are more are more data based creatures. But if you're looking at, at moving a district forward, if you're looking at bringing your, your concepts to life here, it is all about that. So absolutely, you know, I took this survey. Um, I threw it into a Google sheet. I put graphs all over the place. I took those graphs, put them on a Google site, made up a nice little page. It has the form, it has the spreadsheet, but then it has you know all of the graphs on one site. So that way I can present that. Some other administrator can without me see exactly what it is. And at the bottom of it, I you know, based off of data, here's three recommendations that we can go to. Here's the plan, here's where it goes. So basically I took one survey, did a whole bunch of stuff, and then here's the story of where I'd like to see if we can, you know, here's my recommendations for the district. And that stuff I did six years ago, that stuff that as I'm growing in this new position, that stuff that I'm, I'm, I'm looking to bring into my vocabulary here. That is great stuff. And if any of you out there are listening and are familiar with the um, PLC model, professional learning community model, where a lot of times the instructional coaches will work with the teacher groups to analyze student data after certain assessments. So if you're um, an NWEA map testing school and you have the these data boards or data walls, you know, take that same concept and bring it into the tech coaching world using that data you're collecting from teachers that you're coaching. 
and then use that data and get those recommendations, just like in the instructional world where they're using that test testing data from the student of, okay, where am I going to go next with this student? You can do the same as a tech coach of where am I going to go next with this teacher and getting them up to those levels. You know, so these are all important topics. My big f belief going into these November, you know, the November 3rd PD here is this is the day that has to set up your district. This is the day that, you know, most school districts have a November PD and then they don't do anything until February, March. You know, like mm -hmm. there's that spring day. So I'm looking at this for my district. I looked at this in the past for my previous districts. I'm looking at this with the, with the coaches and our coaching network of how can we use this day to not only solidify what's been happening, motivate, because look, everyone's got a different le level of morale, but how do we use that to springboard the next three, four, five months into this? And how do we really use this data to set up really what are our major key points going to be for the school year? Um, I know for us, we're, we're working on teams. We're, we're working on implementing Microsoft Teams and all the great stuff that it can do. We're at the beginning of a three or four year journey. I'm excited about it. Um, how about yourself? Are you are you looking at these PDs as like a springboard or something? Is there a big, huge plan or a big project that you guys are looking forward to this year and beyond? Yes, we've actually set some goals from our um, October PD um, and going into our November to spring forward through the year. We um, actually had um, Casey Bell um, from Shake Up Learning at our um, virtually present to us. And um, we bought the each of the teachers her book, Shake Up Learning. And so after the October PD, they attended sessions, they learned some different things about the things in her book. And then for the November PD, they're going to be completing um, the online workshop for um, Casey's book. And then they have to um, respond to some things online that my coworker and I are having them do in a kind of an online book study format. So they're being held accountable um, for these things. And then hopefully as the year goes by, they're going to show us as we visit classrooms, how they're implementing some of these new strategies. And many, you know, since two weeks ago, we've had several already posting things of, oh, I've implemented this choice board activity in my Spanish class, or I've done this or that in my social studies class. So it's already paying off even two weeks in, but we're using the same concept as we move through the year to build their, um, you know, teaching style to get them up in that same model a little further. That's awesome. I, and I love that, right? Like, you, you see the vision, you see the action plan, you see the goals, and I've no doubt we're going to see the results about that. Yeah, we're not just focusing on how to use this tool or that tool. We're focusing on, you know, the learning and the teaching style and strategies of it. But, but if you ever did want to go back to that, please let me know if Excel has checkboxes. I would love to figure that out someday, okay? Yes, yeah, so we're going to see if we can find that out for Jeff this week. So, Somebody could tweet at us. See, I, I, I asked the tech coach. It's pretty awesome how we do this. And if you guys have any questions for us, we would love to to either have you guys come on the show and talk about it with us, or maybe we can toss around your questions. We are here each and every Monday, not only for Ask the Tech Coach, but we also offer another show over on the Beluga Network. You can find it over on live.beluga.org. Uh, we run a second podcast. It's a quick 10-minute video show talking about all the great stuff. This week, we're actually doing a, a behind-the-scenes, honest, brutal, 
what do you think of Bitmoji Classrooms? If you are a fan of the Bitmoji Classrooms, or if you're not a fan of the Bitmoji Classrooms, I, I think you can hear it in my voice. Uh, we are going to destroy. Uh, we are going to We're going to discuss. That's the word. Discuss the Bitmoji Classroom over on the Beluga Network. You can again check it out over on live.beluga.org. Don't forget, you can check out everything over on the TeacherCast Educational Network. And join our Tech Coaches channel by going to teachercast.net slash form, And we would love to have you guys at our Wednesday meetings every single week at 8.30 p.m. Sue, what do you have going on this week? What's going down? And uh, I'm going to keep asking, how's that website? It's coming along. Those blog posts are over there as we, uh, you know, recreate um, the new and improved techimaginations.net. And um, you can always find me over on Twitter where I'm a little bit more up to date at SV314DWS. Very, very cool. We're going to be making sure that these websites are up and running. we got a lot of good stuff to go. And uh, i got to say, so as soon as I catch my breath, i got a couple good videos that we're going to be putting out. Uh, put out a nice video last week on how to do interactive, webs uh, interactive PDFs, interactive oh, worksheets yes. using Google Slides. That was a big hit. Thank you to everybody who had a chance to check that one out. I'll make sure that I link it in our show notes. This is Ask the Tech Coach, episode number 113. On behalf of Sue and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.